0: WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock News Block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM.
1: Brought to you by Special Light in Decatur and Benton Harbor. There's a good chance you've walked through a Special Light door when you go to a local restaurant, school, store, or plant. In the newsroom, I'm Andrew Green. Construction will start next year on a trail between New Buffalo and Grand Beach as part of the Marquette Greenway Project. Marcy Hamilton with Friends of Barry and County Trails tells us an event last month pushed the fundraising effort past its $5.4 million goal, meaning the Michigan portion of the Chicago to New Buffalo Trail will be sent out for bids soon. She says the project attracted hundreds of supporters. I
0: just think a 60-mile trail between Chicago and New Buffalo where anyone can ride safely off the road on a separated trail is just a really exciting opportunity for people.
1: Hamilton says the Marquette Greenway has been in the works for years. Just
0: to see the outpouring of support and generosity from the community to make this a reality has been really amazing to see. And we're on our way to get this built, and we're excited.
1: Phase 1 starts next year. That'll be from New Buffalo to Grand Beach. Phase 2 will be in 2024 from Grand Beach to the Indiana state line. Hamilton says the Marquette Greenway will be a 10-foot wide paved trail that could be used by people on foot or on bike. The Illinois portion of the trail is already finished, while the Indiana portion has the funding secured. The entire project is expected to be finished in 2027. Could Michigan replace Iowa as an early Democratic presidential nominating state and change the current lineup that's been in place for 50 years? President Joe Biden is urging Democrats to make a change. Oakland University political science professor Dave Dulio says Michigan will play a bigger part in the primary process. They're
0: looking to to shake things up a little bit. And and Michigan for them is a very attractive state to be uh, one of those first states to have its presidential primary michigan's probably not going to be the first but it'll be within the first three or four that's uh, that's at least the way it's shaping up right now
1: the michigan state senate has voted to move up michigan's presidential primary but it still has to be approved by the house as well as both national parties the city of bangor will be placing wreaths on the graves of veterans in its cemetery this winter Mayor Lynn Farmer tells us she learned of a program that provides wreaths for veteran grave sites through the Daughters of the American Revolution. My
0: dad was a veteran. My great-grandfather and his four brothers all fought in the Civil War and all came home. So I've always been very, very interested in veteran affairs.
1: The National Wreaths Across America program coincides with an event at Arlington National Cemetery each December. Farmer says that she's excited Bangor is the first southwest Michigan community to sign up. The wreaths are made in Maine and will be shipped into town ahead of December 17th. That's the day they'll be placed at grave sites at Bangor's Arlington Hill Cemetery.
0: Actually, we have 500, and my goal was to try to get to that, but I was one person doing it, so I was very happy to get 324.
1: Farmer says residents were able to buy wreaths for grave sites for $15 each. Volunteers will place the wreaths at at the graves, and they'll be removed in February. The city of South Haven will also place around 200 wreaths on veteran grave sites at its cemetery in partnership with Bangor. The Southwest Michigan Enforcement Team has been busy in the past week. On November 27th, they busted a Kentucky man with 125 pounds of black market marijuana. That's after an assault with a deadly weapon complaint in Waterville. Then, on the 29th, detectives and state police troopers stopped a 29-year-old Grand Rapids man who was selling crystal meth from his vehicle in Benton Harbor, according to police. On Thursday, Sweat and the Bering County Sheriff's Department then arrested a Benton Harbor man who they say was selling black market marijuana. There will be extra patrols out on the roads for the next few months in Berrien County as police crack down on drivers going too fast. Berrien County Undersheriff Chuck Height tells us there's been a disturbing increase in speeding and speed-related crashes since 2020. The Michigan Office of Highway Safety Planning is providing support to local police for a stepped-up presence on the roads.
0: With the shortage of manpower, that's why they've done this grant opportunity to have some extra patrols out there. So I think the reduced visibility of some patrols, we're going to be having extra patrols out there based on the grant funding that's been made available.
1: Height says most speed-related crashes happen on non-highway local roads. We'll be
0: focusing on the secondary roads, non-freeways, and uh, the grant period will run through February
1: 28th. In Michigan, the number of traffic crashes rose from 245,000 in 2020 to 282,000 in 2021, an increase of 15 percent. Of those, 24,000 were speed-related crashes, which is an increase of 10 percent from 2020. Certified good boy, Deputy K-9 Faust of the Cass County Sheriff's Department was recognized by the Cass County Board of Commissioners this week. The K-9 officer is retiring after a six-year career with the Cass County Sheriff's Department. During a Faust's tenure with his partner, Deputy Dave Nevins, he had a 70% success rate on his tracks, locating more than 60 suspected criminals and 75 missing persons. The canine Faust also found more than three kilos of illegal substances and five handguns during his tenure. The Cass County Board of Commissioners wished Faust a happy retirement at his home with his family. And Barry and resa will hold an open house for its Parents as Teachers program this week. Resa says Parents as Teachers is a free service offered to families in Berrien County who are pregnant or have kids under the age of three. It's designed to enhance child development and school achievement through parent education and is accessible to all families. The open house for the program will be this Thursday from 2.30 to 4 at the Berrien-Resa Administrative Center in Berrien Springs. Children up to the age of five, along with their parents, will have the chance to play games Make crafts, listen to stories, enjoy a snack, and visit with Santa or Olaf as part of a welcome winter, the open house. All families are welcome to the event. Registration is not required. Again, that is Thursday from 2.30 to 4 p.m. WSJM News Now continues with your Bloomberg report. WSJM news now continues brought to you by Imperial Furniture in Duwajak where furniture shopping is fun. President Biden has signed the rail agreement passed by Congress averting a nationwide rail strike that would have been disastrous for the economy more from sees Ike Egiochi in Washington.
0: I want to thank Congress once again for being partners today. A disaster that would have cost the economy at least $2 billion a day, according to the Association of American Railroads. Biden, speaking from the Roosevelt Room, recognizing the deal wasn't perfect, but that he'll continue to fight for the workers. Look, I know this bill doesn't have paid sick leave, that these rail workers and frankly every worker in America deserves, but that fight isn't over. I didn't commit we were going to stop just because it, we couldn't get it in this bill. Ike Giaci, ABC News, Washington.
1: Two of the former President Trump's top White House attorneys testified today before a grand jury investigating Donald Trump. More maybe ABC's Andy Field. Technically, White House counsel Pat Cipollone and Deputy Pat Philbin represented
0: the office of the president and not Donald Trump. Both compelled to ignore the former president's executive privilege claims to silence them before a grand jury. Both men back in court testifying Friday answering questions about actions to overturn the 2020 election.
1: Russian news agencies say former U.S. intelligence contractor Edward Snowden, who fled prosecution after revealing highly classified surveillance programs, has received a Russian passport and taken the citizenship oath. A Russian lawyer was quoted as saying Snowden got the passport and took an oath on Thursday, about three months after Russian President Vladimir Putin granted him citizenship. Today's reports did not specify whether Snowden has renounced his U.S. citizenship. The United States revoked his passport in 2013, leading to Snowden being stranded in a Moscow airport for weeks after arriving from Hong Kong, trying to reach Ecuador. Russia eventually granted him permanent residency. He married American Lindsay Mills in 2017, and the couple has two children. Gas prices continue to fall, but what happens this weekend will determine if that continues more maybe sees Dave Packer.
0: What happens at this Sunday's OPEC meeting will be a big factor in determining how much you pay at the pump. In October, the cartel cut production and as we enter the winter when people drive less, OPEC could decide on another production cut to keep prices from falling further. And then there is Russian oil. On Monday, the European Union will impose a price cap of what's reported to be $60 a barrel to limit oil profits that could be used to fund Russia's war with Ukraine. Oil prices could move significantly higher if Russia keeps to its threat of cutting exports in response to the cap. Dave Packer, ABC News.
1: FBI Director Chris Ray is raising national security concerns about TikTok. He warned today control of the popular video-sharing app is in the hands of a Chinese government, quote, that doesn't share our values. Ray said the FBI was concerned the Chinese had the ability to control the app's recommendation, a logarithm which, quote, allows them to manipulate content, and if they want to to use it for influence operations. He also asserted China could use the app to collect data on its users that could be used for traditional espionage operations. A TikTok spokesperson did not immediately return an email seeking comment. Conspiracy theorist Alex Jones has filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. ABC's Aaron Katursky has more.
0: Alex Jones filed for bankruptcy after a jury in Connecticut decided he and his company should pay nearly a billion dollars for defaming families linked to the 2012 mass shooting at Sandy Hook Elementary School. Creditors on the bankruptcy court filing included some of the families Jones defamed by calling the massacre a hoax. His company, Free Speech Systems, filed for bankruptcy protection in July, and Jones has mocked the verdicts against him by saying he has no ability to pay. Aaron Katursky, ABC
1: News, New York. To help Democrats win their 51st Senate seat in a Georgia runoff election, President Biden is headed to Massachusetts. Days before polls close on Tuesday, Biden still has no plans to visit Georgia. Instead, he will aim to help Senator Raphael Warnock's re election campaign from afar with appearances today at a Boston phone bank and a fundraiser. The appearances marked a culmination of the support from a distance strategy that Biden employed throughout the midterms. Biden is set to join a phone bank helping Warnock's campaign before appearing at a fundraiser for the Democratic Senatorial Campaign Committee, which has spent millions of dollars to boost Warnock's campaign over Republican challenger Herschel Walker. A pandemic-era feature of some companies might become permanent, at least... For some workers, based on the results of a six-month experiment that just finished, or maybe see Jim Ryan who tells us about the prospects for a four-day work week. Six months after putting their employees on a four-day, hour day work schedule, the majority of companies participating in the trial said their employees' productivity went up, and so did revenues. The head of the crowdfunding site Kickstarter took part in the experiment and described it as a win-win, happier, more engaged workers, and a healthier bottom line. The United States' newest nuclear stealth bomber is making its public debut after years of secret development. The new bomber is part of the Pentagon's answer to rising concerns over a future conflict with China. The B-21 Raider gets its name from the 1942 Doolittle Raid over Tokyo and is the first new American bomber aircraft built in more than 30 years. Almost every aspect of the B-21 Raider program is classified. The Pentagon is providing a public its first glimpse of the Raider at an invitation-only event in California. Falls Church, Virginia-based Northrop Grumman is building the Raider, which will take its first flight next year. Twitter owner Elon Musk has suspended rapper Kanye West on the social media platform after a rash of anti-Semitic comments.
0: Elon Musk suspending the Twitter account of the rapper formerly known as Kanye West. While Musk has said he believes in absolute free speech and has reinstated previously suspended accounts, He took the action against Ye after a post of a swastika inside a Star of David. Musk explaining his action, tweeting, I tried my best. Despite that, he again violated our rule against incitement to violence. Account will be suspended. Dave
1: Packer, ABC News. And what's new in theaters and streaming this weekend? More from Jason Davidson. The week's most powerful new release, Slaves of is the slavery drama Emancipation,
0: starring Will Smith. That's in select theaters and streaming next week on Apple TV+. Plus. The only movie opening in theaters across the country. Time for some season's beatings. Is the Santa Claus action thriller Violent Night, starring David Harbour. And new streaming this weekend, the steamy period romance Lady Chatterley's Lover, hits Netflix along with the animated Scrooge A Christmas Carol. And Sunday night on Showtime. Stand by. Michael Shannon and Jessica Chastain starring George and Tammy about country music legends George Jones and Tammy Wynette. Jason Nathanson, ABC News,
1: Hollywood. WSJM News now continues with your weather forecast.